Go! This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. I'm none too pleased about this move to Saturday afternoons. I have been having regular brunches with Jeff Blandington to complain about you guys and now we have to reschedule. You owe me a Bloody Mary. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Thank you, Shannon. And welcome to RIP live cast. It's Rob here with Sid. Hello. And Darren. Hi. And, and uh, that's right, we have a new day and time. We're going to be live Saturdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So your morning drive, your weekend morning drive on the West Coast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're very excited about this time shift uh, now that our schedules have freed up on the weekends. And I think uh, it'll be more fun. I mean, otherwise, it'll be basically the same. There's no real change. And of course, I do want to remind everyone that if you don't listen live, that now we are making the video versions of the podcast free you can access them on our new twitch channel r.i.p livecast as well as on our facebook page and our youtube page also r.i.p livecast give them a little search search and uh yeah it's very exciting we're we, i feel very uh technological <laughs> yes when do you a not platform... feel technological all oh, right i was gonna say that joining a platform that's been around <laughs> for like eight years it doesn't exactly make us technological uh, we're, we're, just to our we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp. We're on right. the bleeding edge of technology. For like three, two 40-year-olds and a near 50-year-old, we're pretty technological. I would say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a 40-year-old. I'm 38. I still have two years. How dare you? Round I don't up, believe that. Please. <laughs> oh, uh, join us next week when we launch our Zenga page. <laughs> Rob, is, Rob is very young for a uh, redwood tree. <laughs> Gigantic. I, I do tree. like this... My video just making my face look extra red today. Let's see. 213 Wide Nut is our phone number. 213 943 3688. Want to hang out with us? And um, the big story of the week, let's just let's dive into it, guys. Let's dive into it. Big story of the week in the music world, in the greater music world, is uh, Neil Young took a stand. Uh huh. And Can I he guess stand? Does, that does was my next question. <laughs> Bless his heart. He took uh, a stand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he took a figure to stand, but he he told Spotify, the music streaming service, that he is not a fan of the, you know, quote unquote misinformation that Joe Rogan spews mm-hmm. from his podcast, which is exclusively hosted on spotify and he basically gave spotify an ultimatum i I don't really know if it was an ultimatum or it was more just like hey if you're going to keep the i guess technically it is an ultimatum if you're going to keep joe rogan on your service i don't want my music on the service right but it wasn't it didn't come off to me as a like an attempt to force spotify to do anything he was just like look i don't want to be on the same platform so right yeah that's why i'm saying it wasn't necessarily an ultimatum he was just saying hey if you're hosting this i don't want my i don't want you profiting off of my music and providing a platform for what he uh assumes is uh disinformation right and uh sorry one sec and uh, and Spotify 
were like, all right, peace <laughs> out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so they removed all of his, they removed all of his, uh, songs all of his from, 57 from, from year old songs are gone now. And, uh, also Joni Mitchell now is like, take my shit off. And now I guess there's a, uh, it smells much gay. less like patchouli oil in uh, Spotify now. <laughs> ben gay. And I guess now there's like a movement of fans to cancel their Spotify premiums and all that. It's Here's my thing. I think uh, Neil Young is within his right. Like it's his music. It's his, it's his copyright his material. Body, he can decide. Choice. He can decide where his music is played. And also, uh, you know, to give a little context, Neil Young being the age that he is, he actually uh, went through polio as a kid. He had polio as a child mm -hmm. uh, in the 50s before the vaccine was available. So he's like, what? Hold on. Yeah. Time out. Wasn't the vaccine available in the 30s? Like the first wave of the vaccine was in the 30s, I thought. Am I just wrong on that? I've been reading all week that he's he had polio before the vaccine. Was I, I believe that part of it. I'm just saying he could he, he, he was uh, Joe Rogan, like he just did the 1930s. Also, he has uh, so according to this Twitter thread, which, as we all know, Twitter threads are the most trusted sources of information. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he also had epilepsy and Jesus so his daughter and his daughter also has epilepsy and two of his sons have cerebral palsy. I mean, I'm not making uh, fun of Neil Young with that. He kind of sounds like he has epilepsy when he sings. Doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> I, I could sort of see it. I'm, so I'm he's glad he survived. Yeah. He's pretty big on vaccine knowledge. So I mean, he's very, very pro vaccine. So I could see why he would be bothered by this but like my whole thing like if i'm spotify of course i'm gonna side with joe rogan and then not necessarily because he makes them lots of money because he it has the most listened to podcast in the world other than uh second sets a bad president. yes of course uh it just sets a bad president because if they're it's like a oh, freedom of speech issue yeah exactly and then, like, you know, no, if they <clears throat> cater to what Neil Young wants next week, who knows? What, next week, Joni Mitchell might. Oh, wait, we have uh, an update. Hold on. What if, you know, Lady Gaga comes out and says, if you have Madonna on your service, I'm not going to be on there. You know, like they then. All right. Then then bye. Uh, so it's a very it's a very, very interesting topic. And I'm not saying this is someone who's defending Joe Rogan. Like this is, I am agnostic on Joe Rogan, you know, like right. I, I feel like I don't, I don't listen. I've, I've listened to a few episodes when it's a guest that I am particularly fond of. Like uh, for example, he had a really good interview with James Hetfield and James Hetfield isn't the type of guy that typically opens up too much. So it was interesting to kind of like get to know him with, and like, you know, he was in a comfortable space with a fellow bro and uh and also i really like the bernie sanders episode that he, that he yeah. did with joe rogan because it felt like bernie was talking to an audience that he might not necessarily reach but and it swung the election in his favor so that was very helpful and it absolutely changed the election yeah <laughs> can i play uh, a little clip from that james hetfield uh interview <laughs> yeah yeah like i said it Wow, that was very insightful. He did open up a little bit. I don't expect that. Uh, the question uh, about guess, the nerd nurse. 
Okay, I had a follow up on the. There was a follow up on that. Hold on, here it is. Oh, thank you, James. That's very good. <laughs> I'm. A, I agree with you about being agnostic about Joe Rogan, but with one asterisk, I would say is that I think the reaction to Joe Rogan is just like really hyper exaggerated, as if he's like starting yeah. the, the Fourth Reich or something. Like I, right. I, I think he's a dumb guy who is like sort of sees himself as a speech facilitator and like anyone. I would say he's a dumb guy. I would say he's not as smart as he thinks he is. He's a meathead. We would say yeah. he's a he's a classical. He's a well-spoken meathead. meathead. Yes, and he's funny. He's a funny guy. He is did he? Funny stand-up. I think his stand-up was pretty funny. I mean, he's not helping. Okay. We're gonna disagree over. on that one. He's not like yeah. falling over, busting a gut, funny. But I mean, like he 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 knows how to entertain an audience. I would say. Well, Rock Hudson is in our chat. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he says Rob is a big Fear Factor fan. I'm a What's big so Rock funny? Hudson fan. <laughs> What's so funny is. Uh, Fear Factor and The Apprentice were both greenlit in the same year by <laughs> Jeff Zucker. And like, if he only knew the kind of influence he would have on society 20 years later because Conspiracy. of greenlighting those two shows. But anyway, I just want to finish my Factor. thought there. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Oh, sorry. Well, the eating 100 year old eggs basically spawned a uh, Trump presidency. Well, no, uh, I feel it gave Joe Rogan a mainstream audience. Yeah. I think UFC is what did that for him. No, well, how did he, got he get UFC on UFC? Out of that, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right, well, no, 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 no. He got. I th here's how it went. He did Fear Factor. Then from that, he got enough of a name that he got a show on the Opie and Anthony uh, oh. Sirius XM channel. And through oh. that, because he would have MMA fighters on his show, that's how he got that. But wait, we're forgetting UFC. Dave Foley of Kids in the Hall gave him a start on news radio. That's right. Yeah, that? it's all Dave that's, Foley's fault. And Phil, <laughs> let's fucking murder Phil Hartman for this. Oh wait. <laughs> his wife oh wait here goes nothing uh mentions that he was a ufc interviewer in the 90s way before fear factor so maybe i'm off here yeah rob he was just a big it. fan no, i didn't know so i guess i guess he was a big fan with enough of a name that they were like sure come hang out with us you know, i didn't want to finish the, my, oh, my thought there okay. which, sorry darren go that's ahead okay uh that i i think you know he like i said he's a dumb guy whatever in quotes whatever you want to make out of that but he portrays a dumb guy for sure and, but he's like a, a he's like a idea facilitator. Like he's the kind of guy that would be like whatever you believe, even if it's like reprehensible or nefarious. Like you can come on my show and talk about it, and if it sucks, I'll call you out on it. And like so, like yeah, there's like it's how quite you get, literally a safe space. <laughs> yes, and that's how you get Bernie Sanders and also Milo is on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like I don't necessarily agree with having those people on, but I don't think there's like greater harm to society to having some like right-wing dipshit talk on a show you know what i mean i don't live in constant yeah. fear of that i agree with you on that and i i think the other thing too is like this uh, it's so weird to to like people just want to censor him you know i feel mm. that's gonna it's just gonna make it uh, it's going to make his fans want to seek it out more and make it feel yeah. like there's a conspiracy against him. And then in a way it kind of validates these quacks that he has on because mm -hmm. well, again, I, I, am not speaking, uh, from direct experience, uh, because you've never I been censored. I, I, I haven't said no, but yeah. I mean, I don't listen to a show, so I don't necessarily know who, the depth of it, but I do know, you know, he has a lot of people who are preaching, 
science that the mainstream science community mm-hmm. is not necessarily fond of. And uh, I, I, you know, like I could see how people think that's that's burdensome. <laughs> but the issue is, if people are trusting him and not the government, the answer is not to censor him. It's to question is to ask, why doesn't society why is society seeking out these alternate uh, media sources? And not trusting the government, like how you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. pointing the blame in the wrong direction here. Why is the host of uh, MMA matches the go-to source for information? Like what is what is missing in the other sources that are supposed to be uh, verifiable and trusted? That's a valid question. What the do you guy that say? makes people eat a uh, hundred-year-old squid? You know, should not be. Does he do that? To- Did Bernie have to do that? what was so funny though sorry go ahead i will tap out i am not going to i will take the ten thousand dollars do not want to put this uh, ancient jelly into my system may not be good for my uh my gastroenteritis (laughs) and then i'll have like jordan peterson on it's like i can't do his voice i'm not i can't get squirrely enough to do jordan peterson I can't believe people take him seriously. Like that's a good impression, Rob. Actually, what you just did—that's <laughs> just my voice. <laughs> you should learn to clean your room. Uh, clean your room. That's all I have to say. Oh, also, uh, uh, b- bad things about women. And clean your room, please. That's good. Good cleaning room is good. Anytime, so, like I've I've talked to a few, a handful. I will say. I won't, I won't say a lot. I will say a handful of metalheads, of metal musicians. I should say who I had a sense of respect for. And then they're like, and then like there was, I'm not going to name the artist. No, just one. Give us one. You said there were many. Just give us one. Um, okay. Uh, whatever. I'll mention it. Uh, Isan from Emperor. Uh-huh. I'm, you know, who's, who's looked at as like a smart guy, a cultured guy mm-hmm. from, from Norway. Uh, <laughs> and I was listening to a, right. a, an interview with him. Well, he's from, you know, the black metal. Oh, is it- he from Norway? Is that your like the sum total of why you think he's cultured that he lives in <laughs> yeah. Norway, or is there something? Yeah, he's else? from Norway. No, because he's like he wears glasses. He looks smart, but uh... <laughs> Norway glasses. Got it. All right. Oh. <laughs> but I'm then he come just back like, next week yeah. with the glasses and a blonde wig to make to make it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm a genius. But then, like in the middle of an interview, he just drops like, and you know, as Jordan Peterson said. Oh. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> like, no. And then, like, just in uh, the, and another person who I will not mention, far less uh, famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I should have mentioned him anyway. But anyway, okay. I, I was at a dinner at like a, a function, and we were just talking. And he also brought up Jordan Peterson and the uh, the fallacy, in his opinion, of privilege. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and like how privilege doesn't exist, and I shut that down quick. Well, the, the thing about Jordan Peterson, like his big talent, is getting like objectionable, repulsive ideas to sound sort of reasonable coming from a semi quasi academic guy. So I think he has yeah, that, that appeal, you know. Yes, agreed. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. He like anything I've heard of his sounds like bullshit. And and the thing that invalidates him to me completely is I don't know if you guys follow, but a few months ago he was doing an all meat diet, 
And I no. believe it might have been it might have been raw meat. I'm not sure. I think it's just all meat, Jesus. not necessarily raw. What does his bathroom smell like? And what's so funny <laughs> is meat like, diet is also Rob's OnlyFans. Okay. He ended up I, in the hospital because of it. I eat one he said fucking this is the only beef, way to do it. beef chalupa, and I'm in there for like eight and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, right? Fuck out of here. Well, that's the problem. It's because you're eating the veggies, you're eating the bread, mm. you're eating the fried dough. I should have listened to meat. Jordan, Doctor Jordan. The all meat I diet think... does some people. I don't know. You you guys know who Al Rob? You know who Al Michaels is? Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Sure. He claims, and this man is like pushing eighty. He claims never in his life have eaten a vegetable. Oh, to the point that if but... he orders a steak at a steakhouse and they side of vegetables, he Those will send floor. it back. I'll oh. send it back because the juices might have taught the juices from the vegetables might have leaked over oh. to his and it works for him. I thought you were good. I was I was joking. What I was gonna say he takes the waiter's face and just rubs it in the fucking mouth. <laughs> it's basically one step below that. Yeah. When he what do you think that booth smells like? Poor Chris Ooh. Collinsworth. And he's just like you know, we've been talking about it all night, Al. Uh, you know, uh, Chris, the, uh, the Darren McFadden touches the ball, and, you know, we've been calling his name, and it, what the fuck came out of you? <laughs> Holy shit, Al. We need He's to go to break. Somebody call him. Al Michaels is a decaying Slim Jim. Well, yeah. So uh, if we could reel the conversation back. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry no, from right. Al Michaels sphincter. Yeah, we should reel it back from <laughs> uh, to uh, uh, the, the Joe Rogan drama. Obviously, mm-hmm. other musicians are, uh, you know, giving their two cents on the on the topic. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with David Draymond. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know, uh, but not everyone's wrong all the time. Yeah. So David Draymond tweeted, "I applaud." you and Spotify for making the right call preserving hashtag free speech and not capitulating to the mob. I may not agree with everything Joe Rogan or his guests say, but they are entitled to have the forum to say it. I agree. I think it's more of Spotify, like wanting to make more money. I don't know that it's necessarily about free speech. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. If it was like a literal Nazi, they might pull them off. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like they're so concerned with with anti censorship. It's just if someone as big as Joe Rogan, I mean, he has the number one show, right? But if they're theoretically yeah. someone as big as Joe Rogan, or had he was number two and someone else was number one, and they threatened to walk, that might push them into doing something, wouldn't you say? I think I would think it would, like I said, it would set a bad precedent if anyone offers that, them an ultimatum. Sure. You can't you can't give into the ultimatum. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'll lead to more uh, problems down the road. They might. Dusty Rose Muffler in the chat. Oh, sorry. Says all meat diet is Rob's favorite DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he also asks, is the live cast going to remove the podcast from Spotify? No, we don't believe what? in the set. We don't think uh, we're we're on on the side. <laughs> it's hard to say that I'm on the side. We don't want to self censor. Yeah, but uh, I don't think uh, I don't believe in the censor. I don't think it's going to do anything. There's, I look. I understand why the artists are doing it. They're within their right. Mm-hmm. No, no hate. But I don't think it'll like change anything. You know, if if, yeah. if you're a principled person, sure, go for it. By the way, me Dusty, no, no principle. I just want to say, 
I'm happy we coincidentally happened to agree because no one asked me if I want to remove them. <laughs> Rob just announced that we're not removing it. Yeah. It's just a good thing we're on the same side of this issue. <laughs> I, I, I figured we would all be on the same side. It's right? one of those benevolent dictatorships. <laughs> no, it's one of those roll the dice dictatorships. Oh, we're doing <laughs> this. You agree, right? Yeah. Oh, in this case, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Rob uh, with two Bs points out it's not free speech nobody is entitled to a platform that's right. true the only the only entity that cannot censor your speech legally is the government the, the u.s government and they can too but i mean like they're they're restricted in their ability to do so yeah right so my issue Spotify, ahead, sorry, it's just a, it's just a money issue yeah go ahead what were you saying What's i was going to say that um I think we discussed this a little bit when, like a few years ago, when Alex Jones was being pulled from everything. And I feel like I'm sort of, I feel like, well, Joe Rogan is not on the level of Alex Jones. Let's just say that right off the bat. Yeah. But I think um, I'm a real, you know, people are reluctant to criticize this when it's Alex Jones because he's such a stupid shithead. Uh, but I think it's just a bad it's bad to to defend like corporations rights to pull people off the air when they and this is not what happened with Joe Rogan. But I'm just saying the fact that the, the defense that people use for that is like this is just a it's a corporate decision. They have a right to put whoever they want on their platform. And I don't think that's good when these companies like especially like Twitter and YouTube have reached these epic proportions where they talk to like two, three billion people in the world, like any information in the world has to flow through them. They're essentially like a public utility. So I, I don't, agree. I don't believe that they should have universal rights to sit in a fucking boardroom somewhere completely without transparency and say like, this guy shouldn't be on, this person shouldn't be on, this one should have a prominent plot. You know what I mean? I feel like they're yeah. sort of skirting the issue and, and that never that always blows back on leftists and dissidents. That's never gonna stay with just Trump right. or Alex Jones. Right. Like so to to kind of elaborate on your point, you know, like while you're like, oh well, this person is so uh bad and mis mis giving misinformation and he's on the wrong side of the thing, it could you know, it could the pendulum could swing back the other way, where on the other end of it, this this person's views are too extreme and like they're affecting right. the status quo be on either end i ultimately i agree with you i do think that at this point services like facebook and twitter are a public utility and i mean if that's the case then they should be regulated by the government there should be a transparent regulation thing but that's not going to happen obviously right. uh there's sure. way too much corporate lobbying involved for that but i'm on the fence too because i in theory in the greater theory i agree with you darren that you can't pick and choose who to censor. But then I also, I do feel like Alex Jones uh, specifically was dangerous. And uh, like he has been properly deplatformed to the point where like you don't, I don't know, it, it's his, his soapbox isn't as big anymore and it doesn't have quite the effect that it did like three or four years ago. And I, it, I think that's a good thing in his specific case. So I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted on it because I agree with you in principle, but with like Jones in particular, I think it was a good thing that someone like him was deplatformed or like Richard Spencer mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, there has to be a limit. Well, not to make this into debate with you, Rob, because I, I just, I have to take issue with that point. Cause there's two things. Uh, I don't think 
the threat that Alex Jones poses is that is as great as it's exaggerated to be. I don't I think he's a mm-hmm. dumb guy with shitty ideas. And I think people are like if they're like it's like we said with the Joe Rogan thing. If they're getting their information from Alex Jones, that's a failure of the information networks that exist in the world. And it's like if you want to start pulling people for saying like Sandy Hook was a hoax or whatever. The what about the Iraq war? What about, you know, like the CDC giving like 97 different contradictory guidelines because bureaucrats run the government, run the health departments and not doctors. You know what I mean? With how much in misinformation, like official misinformation, are we going to allow? And then just start picking and choosing like which of the people saying something contrary to that are wrong and should go away. Like, I don't I don't agree that I don't agree that you should just yank people off the air just because they're shitty. I think we should be like focusing more on like, why are why are we allowing shitty people to be prominent? Like, what's the failure there? And address that. Well, I think uh, it was just like an immediate solution to a big problem. Like you said, with the Sandy Hook thing, like innocent Mm -hmm. families who lost Mm -hmm. their children were getting like death threats from his minions. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not cool, but I, I I hear what you're saying. It could that same thought could be applied with you know uh, people who are against. Uh, but there are specific laws to to deal with that. Like if if Alex Jones is causing that, and you could demonstrably prove that he's inciting people to threaten innocent families, mm-hmm. which which I, by the way it has been proven. Okay, in, go in through court. those channels <laughs> and get him fucking thrown in jail like that's a that's an right but that's where three years for, later there that that means for the three years in those three years those parents are still dealing with those threats how's it and also later, he's not uh, just paid a fine and none nothing in that decision deplatformed him. Mm-hmm. so it's un, it's doesn't wait, what do you, stop him he just um, you, had to pay money to those families right he didn't go to jail yeah right. no so that's so isn't it much better to go actually prosecute him for for inciting uh inciting violence under the law? Wouldn't that be criminal action be better than he just does his show on a different but, channel? But hold on. So let's take that. I don't see why you can't do that. both. Yeah, I'm, but also I mean I'm if there's criminal action against him, so then you think he should go to jail. Like if it's proven he should go to jail. Like yes, what do those laws exist for if not for that? Yeah. I'd rather he go to jail. Then just do, like, just do his show with a smaller audience. Like, I don't think I don't think that's addressing the problem. I don't think that's addressing what you consider to be this like incredible problem with Alex Jones. You know, but also wasn't Varg wasn't Varg able to do Burzum albums? (laughs) Alex Jones would probably still be able to do his show from jail somehow. Fine with me. I I don't really. Go ahead. Sorry. We could table this, I think. Uh, oh, by the way, Darren, in the Discord, Fart Sniffer wants to know what your uh, mug says. What my what? Sorry. What your coffee mug says. Oh, let me hold it up to the camera. It says, thank you for leaving me alone. <laughs> Not go. literally. Sorry. Don't leave, like, leave me alone to just die a lonely death. That would be oh, depressing. No. Don't uh, bother me. So, so uh, the, the, uh, sorry, David Draymond wasn't the only one to chime in. <laughs> oh, I forgot we were talking about oh, yeah. that idiot. I'm sorry. Right, right. Just to, to go back to the Joe Rogan thing. You know, talking it, it, about him right after Alex Jones makes uh, David Draymond almost seem like a reasonable person. <laughs> Let's deconstruct that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's deplatform David also while we're at it. 
Can we put him on a platform and then pull the platform <laughs> away, like a literal platform, so that he falls and injures himself? David no, Raymond Dunk Tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, but before I continue with the story, I do want to mention Slipknot, one of the most thrilling and visceral musical collectives on the planet, are back with their 2022 iteration of their infamous Knotfest Roadshow Tour. The tour will take place over two legs, both headlined by Slipknot. The first leg will feature special guests In This Moment and Ginger, and the second leg will feature special guests Cypress Hill and Horror. What a crazy bill. Slipknot, Cypress Hill, Horror. I have to get my own tickets for this one. The full routing tickets and VIP packages available at notfest.com slash roadshow. It's a Notfest roadshow experience you don't want to miss. And I'm not going to miss it. I seriously, I bought tickets during the pre-sale because I was like, I need to see the show. I want GA. I'm very excited to go see Slipknot, Cypress Hill, and Horror. You're gonna, so you're gonna check it out too. And, and Ginger with the lovely Tatiana. Ginger is not is not on the on the Brooklyn show. Oh, Ginger is oh, on the okay. on the West Coast leg of the tour. Uh, I am not gonna mosh. I am too old to mosh. I will be standing with my arms folded off to the side and sneaking in one hits. <laughs> That's gonna be me. I was gonna ask if you uh, get Ginger's uh, Tatiana's number, but uh, you know. We probably already have it from when she called in last time. I wasn't I wasn't being serious. I was trying to make a little uh, little joke. I wouldn't actually ask for a number. That's rude. Dusty Rhodes Muffler says not fest is when Rob's balls are tied in a knot. Oh, oh boy. I don't Does like that. Happen? that. I, I don't know how that happens. That's it's they're not tieable. They're not knotable. I guess if I stretch them hard, I, if I stretch yeah. them long enough, I could then do the loop. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, then it uh, wouldn't back hurt. To the, they wouldn't be pulled taut, you know. They'd just be a little sailor's knot. Uh, so uh, then, uh, David Drain. So, so Sebastian Bach chimed in too. Oh, uh, and he says misinformation about the vaccines is everybody's problem. Oh, okay, so to be clear, he was responding to an opinion from Jamie Josta from hate breed who chimed in uh retweeting the story and saying spotify doesn't care neil rogan is not your problem start your own streaming service where you pay bands more than what spotify pays and then they'll care what's so funny is neil young did start a streaming service and it failed what many Wait, years before ago, remember? i don't remember yeah like remember when the ipod came out he was a total holdout uh and he said he hated the quality of the music And he created his own music. Like, I don't know if he created it, but he, like, you know, lends his name to another startup that was creating this music player that was like a, it was like a triangle. It was like a. Well, so he didn't try to create a streaming service. No, there was a streaming service attached to it. Oh. (laughs) Because where will you get the music to put? Let me look it up. Uh, Hold on. This isn't Zune, right? Rhapsody? No, 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 no. That's how uh, title uh, yeah. shitty it was. That like no one even remembers this. But I okay, here we go. Here we go. I heard here he tried go. to so make a credit card too, called uh, Young Nisus. I don't know. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> Magnesis, I think it was. <laughs> That's it. I got. All right, it. I found it. Here we go. Let me get it on the screen. Here, give me a moment. Uh. Here we go. You see it? Yeah, you do. Oh, no. It's a prism-shaped oddity. Pono music. 
It's a self-described what? movement conceived and founded by Young, which aims to deliver original studio quality content to discerning music fans. The online music, which will be found at ponomusic.com, will offer high-fidelity music from the major labels as well as the more high-profile independent labels. The selection will be curated and archived for discriminating customers. Wow, blah, 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 I blah. do not remember this at all. Did it ever get That's to the how point much where like, you could buy the player? Yeah. Definitely. How much what was the retail? Ah, look at this. Oh. I mean, is this is gone. Let's see. Let's uh hold on. Let me stop sharing and see if I can find some more info. But yeah, it's crazy. Let's see. Oh no music. Oh, here we go. The Wikipedia. Uh so Pono is the Hawaiian word for proper. Uh so it was developed by Neil Young. Uh, and it, it start so it raised funding through Kickstarter, which is so funny. Uh, production and shipments to backers started in October 2014, and shipments to the general public began first quarter of 2015. Uh, Young expressed concern about digital audio quality, criticizing the particular, in criticizing in particular the quality offered by Apple's iTunes Store. My goal is to try and rescue the art form I've been practicing for 50 years. He founded it in 2012 with John Hamm, <laughs> different John Hamm. Okay, the, the one you're uh, familiar with. Uh, they got backing from Warner, and let's see, and then also eventually got deals with Sony and Universal. And ba -ba 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 -ba. Pono Music is based on the FLAC audio format, uh, and so the. It's still, yeah, right? And by the way, for those of you that aren't super nerdy about it, the reason that FLAC never took off is because the file sizes were like 20 times that of an MP3. So who has the space? The player device called the Pono Player was initially priced at $399 and came with a maximum of 128 gigabytes of memory, 64 built-in plus a 64 gig micro SD card. Press release noted that it was developed, it could store 100 to 500 <laughs> High-resolution dis digital music albums, which is like, if you think about it, like Apple's advertising thousands of, of songs in your pocket, and this one is advertising hundreds of albums. Way pocket. better, I guess, is the trade. I don't know. Yeah. Can you get like to get like multiple players to store all the music you want, and they like form like, Ultron thing at home if you want? <laughs> like that, if they had thought that through, like. Get a dozen of them and fill them up with all the albums in your collection, and then it's into like a Jenga tower or some shit. If it if it stores five hundred albums, you just don't have to buy two of them to have every Neil Young album. <laughs> so oh, Neil, so let me. So let me many ask ideas, so this, that guy. So many ideas. This launched in early twenty fifteen to the public. First quarter twenty fifteen, the public. When did they shut down? How, uh, how long until they shut down? <laughs> 2016. Yeah, less than a year, I'm going to say. Okay. On July 17th, 2016, oh. no! <laughs> Pono Music announced that it would temporarily no. shut down. It'll temporarily shut down due to the acquisition of their bankrupt content partner, Omniphone, by Apple. The I told you it was Magnesis. See, it's the same <laughs> thing. They further stated during the shutdown period... Uh, Pono Music would be transitioning to a new platform provided by Seven Digital. The website, however, has been non-operating, has been in a non-operating under construction state since then. 
In April 2017, Young announced that Pono Music Store is being discontinued, but with future plans to transition the service from a download model to a high-resolution streaming service to be known as Xtreme. As of October 2019, that however, the service like has yet to launch. What is it called? Porno? <laughs> Porno? What's the name? Seriously. Pono. 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 It's like a southern hillbilly way of saying porno. <laughs> porno extreme. <laughs> Maybe that's why they lost uh, the evangelical right on this. That's why they didn't, they didn't have an audience. <laughs> How old is uh, Neil Young by now? About 70 see. something. He's got, 77, uh, 75. 76. I'm going to guess 75. He's 76. Damn, you're on a roll. <laughs> 76. Um. Uh, uh, I heard doesn't he actually is is uh, is revealing a uh, like a, a credit card company called Cumshot? Is that true? Is that? Uh, <laughs> I think I think that'll Come do well. Take a shot on us. <laughs> totally wholesome market. I don't think that's true. Uh, and here, like in the in the reception part of the wiki, <coughs> it really explains why this would never work. Uh, he said uh, at the launch at the Consumer Electronics Show. Is, is, it's like the NAM of electronics. Call it CES. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what the kids say. Yeah, the kids yeah. say CES. <laughs> he said that during a presentation, uh, 15 volunteers aged 17 to 55 were played music on the Pono Music Player <laughs> flag format. Uh, and, and also played those same songs on iTunes uh, played on an iPhone, mm -hmm. and uh, in the blind test, he found that participants did not prefer Pono. Oh can't, no! I can't imagine why. You can't even. So that's here's that's the thing. And what I've personally, with my own ears, have noticed: you could barely, barely notice the difference between a official you know compressed version and a high quality audio version it's it's unless you're the nerdiest of audiophiles unless you you're the one who the... wrote and recorded the song right yeah. exactly like you won't notice the extremely extremely subtle difference you know and especially and especially in a neil young song you know like come on well here's the here's the big problem and this is too late for me to give this advice but neil should have consulted me <laughs> Here's why you go to a CES and there's a line full of people. You named your thing porno. So they're all waiting to see like fucking stepdads fucking their stepdaughters. <laughs> and then you just play them a fucking Neil Young song. And that then they, that's why they don't like it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Where, where's, the, where's the fucking ass fucking? What's going on? Ironically, here? though, Neil Young songs are the soundtrack stepdads fucking their stepdaughters. That's <laughs> true. So <laughs> poor girl has to put up with this. Horrible background music. She's, she's, getting a, she's a cinema. They paid her a lot for that scene. <laughs> Imagine some some guys just drilling you, and you're like, "That's not God. Neil Young." <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Who, Isn't that, that like bread? Or something? I, he has like a very high pitch, like, and he's always out of tune. Am I that much out of touch with Neil Young music? Gosh, goodness gracious, I'm so America, by the band America. And he didn't cover that or anything? I don't think so. I hear his Neil Young voice in it's my head. It's definitely same era and style, but it is was not. He in a, was he in Bread? 
America, no. I mean? No. Oh, okay. He was in Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh, really? Which one was he? <laughs> he was Stills. <laughs> he was young, but he ain't anymore. <laughs> Sid, are you a Neil Young fan? Yeah. yeah. Not of anything he's done in like the last 30 years. <laughs> But I got. I think he's really. He was like sort of like a punk rock dude, but not mm-hmm. in a punk band. He's like mm-hmm. Willie Nelson, but rock. He's like yeah, crotchety. I, see that. I think he's a perfectly fine, like good person. I've never been a fan of that. Oh, I do read. I don't know if this is true or not. When this whole thing blew up with him and Spotify, like someone, and again, like Rob said earlier, this was on Twitter. So I don't know how true this is, but he said a bunch of racist stuff in the '80s. Young did. Oh. I yeah, see this. I don't know I if that's true. That. I didn't really verify that, uh, but I, yeah. other than that, like finding that out, I mean, or or hearing that, I don't know. I shouldn't say finding it out because it's not verified. But uh, I think he's a perfectly good guy. I've never been a bit huge fan of his music. I just don't like his voice. It's like feels like Dave Mustaine. Like you got to listen to hours and hours of it before you appreciate I it. I can see that. And I just don't. I, I have listened to hours and hours of it. Like I listen to so much classic rock in the eighties and nineties because of Howard Stern. Like I would just mm-hmm. listen to Howard Stern all day, and then the yeah. radio would just stay on, and they would just, they would just play classic rock. So I feel like I've heard so much, so much Neil Young, and I'm just never. I don't hate him, you know. It's not like it's bad. I could hear why he's a good musician, but just that voice just annoys the shit out of me. Sorry, sorry, Neil. Yeah, totally fair. <laughs> No quarrel with you. Uh, so, uh, to, so now, as, as we're talking about the music service, so Jamie Johnson said, "You know, make your own service." And then uh, Sebastian Bach responded to, the, to that tweet saying, "Misinformation about the vaccine is everybody's problem. Neil mm-hmm. Young is doing this because he wants rock and roll to exist and his fans to live. Mm-hmm. The other guy well, is a complete jackass who doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything except himself." <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's true, but go ahead. <laughs> I don't think I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think Rogan thinks he's helping. He just is. Yeah, I exactly. Think he thinks he is. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think he has good intentions. He's like this information has to get out there because it's not being covered in the uh, the the public space. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, but also like, I think he... go ahead. Sorry. Sir. No, 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 you go. You go. No, you were first. All right. It's just like Neil Young wants his fans to live. Like, how much longer do they have? <laughs> <laughs> how much longer do any of them have than Joni Mitchell? Not like, long if he provides them with porno. The porno <laughs> streaming music site. Probably we'll will have heart attack. They'll social and, distance uh, better. I just think that it's a little over the top to say that Joe Rogan is like, I, th- I feel like he, his entire show is in his mind countering misinformation or like revealing like lesser known information yeah. or uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. not when he has James Hetfield on, but I mean like yeah. when he does this type oh, of yeah, segment, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, like lesser that's... known information like Bobby Lee, dorking stand-up comedian. <laughs> Is he Who been knew? On the Joe Rogan? He had a Jim Brewer on. I actually did listen to Jim Brewer because Jim Brewer oh, went God. off, went off on vaccine mandate. It was hilarious. Friend of the live cast. He's fascinating uh, to me because I think he's, very... he's like the Joe Piscopo of the 21st century. Oh like, my he was god! Good on he was. I I'll stand by this. He was good on SNL. He was yeah, a funny I liked guy. I think he's he was a funny stand-up. I'm not gonna like retroactively suddenly like Louis C.K. I'm not gonna retroactively say I didn't mm-hmm. like him, but he is so unfunny now. Like I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I like, think he could... just he found his niche. 
And it's no, what it was was that his dad, his dad is very sick, and he was he was his caretaker, and Mm -hmm. I think COVID broke him because of all the, all the like I don't think he was able to see his dad in in, in the home or something like that, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of what like sent him off on this. That's fair, but that does that mean you have to be not funny though? Like I just I think he's. (laughs) He's well, lost it. Like he's go ahead. Sorry. That audience, I think it's just a much lower bar for what's funny. So it's very easy to go on stage and do those rants that aren't actually funny and they'll lap it. It's just mm-hmm. easy work for him now. Yeah. Well, Robin and I talk about this sometimes uh, that I can separate what your heinous politics are from you, whether you're funny or not. Mm-hmm. Like I can also appreciate a joke. That makes me question what I believe in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like for I can sure. appreciate being challenged. I can enjoy a joke that I feel of, is counter to what I, you know, my my sensibilities too. Yeah. So that's not that. I just think he's stopped being funny. Like his jokes are not good anymore. That's how I feel about Louis C.K. too. And it's not because he started jerking off in front of women. Like I, I don't want to give him money because of that. Yeah. But I don't think I don't, I would appreciate the jokes themselves if I watched them for free somewhere and they were funny, but he's just, he's lost something. Yeah. It's a bummer. So before I continue with this Sebastian Bach rant, oh, I'm sorry. We keep going on. This is the tangent show today. No, it's good. It, it, it sets off all these other discussions to have, but uh, before we continue, I, I want to mention Great American Ghost is on tour now in support of their anticipated Torture World EP set to drop on January 20th, uh, which was, you know, a few days ago. <laughs> it's out now on M-A-M-N-R-K Heavy, produced by Will Putney, who also did A Day to Remember, Knock Loose, and The, Amin- uh, the Amity Affliction, who handled the band's critically adored 2019 full-length Power Through Terror with Torture World, the band directs old-school hardcore wrath at hypocrisy, apathy, and self-loathing delivered in a dark cloud of relentlessly bludgeoning riffs. Great American Ghost Torture World EP is out now. Great American Ghost is Joe Biden's nickname in the Senate. <laughs> it's most senators' nicknames in the yeah. Senate. That was Neil Young. Well, he's Canadian. He lives in America. Come on now. It's true. Does he? I don't know if he lives. I think he's like way in the Pacific so he's like barely in America. Profited off our fucking country, Neil. That's fucking right. Don't don't claim your Canadian citizenship. All before he ends up being a guest on the Joe Rogan podcast. (laughs) He's booked for next week. I thought you were going to say R.I.P. a live cast. Well, I did see something. uh, There was, I forget, there was a doctor who was pro vaccine who Joe Rogan had on. Yeah, and rebutted and and rebutted him. And Rogan wouldn't accept wouldn't accept the rebuttal, even though like they're like, oh, let's Google that. And and the doctor was right. Well, I have to say something. uh, Not not taking really taking sides here, but uh, that I feel like that clip was even like sort of exaggerated how bad Joe Rogan is because like he didn't go. You're fucking wrong, and but like he sort of had a a, an, a discussion a with the yeah. guy. They yeah, looked yeah. it up on the air, which I think is, you know, kind of honorable. Like he didn't just say Agreed. "fuck you, you're wrong." He didn't talk over and steamroll him. The guy came back. His lackey comes back with the information, and they're like, "This is the information." So you know, I don't I don't see that as 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 negative. Well, when the information proved the doctor wrong, he was like, "Oh well," I, he kind of questioned the source. Essentially, prove the doctor wrong or prove the doctor right. I'm sorry, prove the doctor right. Yeah, that's what I meant. 
but anyway, you could you could look up the clip and decide for yourself. <laughs> uh, so look uh, it up on your porno device. Yeah, <laughs> Sebastian Young. Bach wasn't done yet. He said, oh. "Imagine calling yourself a rocker yet siding with some dude who has a podcast over Neil Young." Laughing emoji. Some dude stick- who has a podcast is a little bit of an exaggeration. He's got like this yeah. one number one or two podcasts in the world. The number one. He but has a hundred million monthly listeners. You could also say, imagine calling yourself a rocker and siding with some dude who has a podcast over uh fucking oh, now I'm blanking on his fucking name. The uh, the the guitarist shitty kid rocks friend. Oh, uh telling me how to live guy. No, 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 not Kid Rock, the other guy, the older one, Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent. Jesus oh. fucking Christ. Same thing, right? Like, they're Ted Nugent and Neil Young, both rockers. Mm-hmm. Ted Nugent screams being a rocker more than anybody, so am I supposed to do because he's a rocker? <laughs> yeah. No, come on. Uh, imagine calling yourself a rocker, yet siding with some dude who has a podcast over Neil Young. You can stick to listening to your podcast, and I'll stick to listening to Neil Young. Oh, <laughs> all right. So he's right on. You made me just feel uncomfortable now because I realized that I like Ted Nugent's music more than Neil Young's music. Oh. Even though Ted Nugent's a piece of shit. I mean, Ted Nugent's it, singing like, better jams. than Neil Young. It's like, well, yeah, but it's just dumb rock, you know. It's like catchy, but I, I just yeah. think that like you, you, it's the same as the Jim Brewer thing. It's like I separate what a piece of shit human being they are from what yeah. they're producing. Like Michael Jackson, you know, Dave Mustaine, not to that extent of the other two, yeah. but. Kind of has some objectionable or used to ideas. So uh uh Draymond responded to Bach <laughs> to Bach's no. subtweeting. He says, I still love and will listen to Neil Young too, brother, the same way I still love and will listen to you, brother. Uh always continue to respect and admire the both of you, brother. <laughs> this... The only the only side I'm on is on the side of freedom. And you're free to have your opinion, of course. And he clarifies, let me be clear. I do not. (laughs) He sounds like a bot. Let me be clear. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I do not support any artist blackmailing any entity to follow an agenda they believe in. He wasn't blackmailing. He didn't do that. But but, but he says, whether it's Neil Young on one side of the spectrum or Eric Clapton on the other. Music shouldn't be shouldn't be used to sow division. It should be used to bring people together, in my humble opinion. Wasn't well, that what you're doing now, asshole? Just fucking arguing with Sebastian Bach, right? Like, what are you? Well, no, he's <laughs> trying to he's trying to bring unity. He's, Sebastian Bach is the divisive one here. Okay, nothing in, dates in, in Draymond's point of view. In D- Damon... <laughs> yeah. By the way, that conversation wasn't on Twitter. It was on uh, uh, Neil Young's new social media app, Goatsy. I don't know if you heard about this. <laughs> uh, Go up to the app and see what we're all about. <laughs> it took the Goatsy uh, app to the CES. And they're like, I don't know. People just prefer Twitter. I don't understand why. Our logo is beautiful. It's just like a... Uh, someone's spreading open a curtain and like looking when at the you sun. send your message it falls into the <laughs> and that's how it posts that's a little graphic uh and, so, and i guess we're kind of burying the lead here because we're so excited because david draymond david yeah. Draymond, is back on twitter thank goodness uh, too long. so glad 
Uh, he's, he, that's what he said. He's like, it's been too long, and there's too many things worth discussing not to be on here. And he Didn't said, no he leave because of you originally? Like you me, and others? Not, not me specifically, but yes. just because, He was like, I can't handle the discourse anymore. Uh, so his like, Twitter bio is frontman of Disturbed, older, wiser, no more caps, no bullshit. <laughs> what was the caps doing that he had? Caps lock. Announce? Remember? He, I know. I know. Person. I I know. I'm saying like, what was the what was the issue with the caps that he has to stop them now? Uh, well, he stopped them shortly before uh, mm. leaving Twitter because so many people uh, gave him shit. Like <laughs> I remember, he he did. I don't remember what it was, but he he did a tweet thread about a serious subject, like perhaps a terrorist bombing or something like mm. that. Uh, and it was in all caps. And I remember like every like mainstream outlets picked up. It wasn't just us. It was just like, <laughs> why is David Draymond making this point in all cat? Like, why are you yelling at us, David Draymond? And uh, yeah. at the time he said it was an artistic choice. <laughs> he's just a dumb guy who, who doesn't like, he's not hooked into like internet culture and doesn't know like texting. When you text, you're not supposed to use all caps all the time. People tell him, he's like, no, that's just the way I write. Like, no, you were. You're speaking a language that people experience outside of your own head. You know, there are conventions. Yeah. So naturally, his his uh, his social media is either dumb memes or uh, pro-Zionistic <laughs> content. Oh. Uh, but I do want to click. I, I do want to. Uh, I did want to read. He kind of uh, gave this mission statement. I guess you can call it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, people were like, oh, are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? Whatever, whatever. He, he tried to declare his political. He wanted to declare oh, his political God. stance. So, <laughs> excuse me, we're all on the same page. And uh, let, let me get that up here. He goes, I am not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat. I am a humanist. Mm. You can't be a I, humanist if you're one of those other two things. I wish uh, I wish we had like the wah so we could do it after every, after you can. every sentence. Nobody ever, after every you, period. I believe in human freedom, autonomy, and progress. <laughs> I believe <laughs> I embrace in science and reason rather than revelation, though I try not to judge others based on their own personal beliefs. Uh, it's very weird that he's kind of saying this uh, almost atheistic kind of uh, language when he's such a proud Jew. I guess I guess there are some who equate uh, Judaism with uh, race rather than religion. So maybe that's that's how he uh, explains it in his head. He goes, I advocate for human rights and free speech. <laughs> I personally object to excessive religious entanglement and I particularly object to the state and the power it wields by sowing fear and division. I'm confused. Is he talking about America or is he talking about Israel? I mean, he's okay with the <laughs> entanglement when it's like Palestinians getting entangled in barbed wire that the Israelis put down. I believe in unity. I'm pro-peace and coexistence and anti-war and conflict. Mm -hmm. He is he is that coexist meme. I am anti-war and conflict, except when it's uh, bulldozing people's houses uh, yeah. over... Uh, uh, a 5700 year old book i i love that i love that these two sentences are right next to each other let me read the last one again i am pro peace and coexistence and anti war and conflict i believe in free market capitalism <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that never did any war and conflict. <laughs> yeah, no war and conflict with free market. I believe in free market capitalism and the ability of each individual to achieve their own dreams without the hindrance of or reliance on the oh. state. <laughs> I believe. Oh, wow. I believe that we all have the power to make a better future for ourselves and our world. Oh, wow. <laughs> I believe I mean, in justice and true equality. I believe in myself. I believe in you. And I believe in the love that can be shared between any two creatures that inhabit this planet of ours. Oh, oh. And I believe with all my heart in the healing, redeeming, and therapeutic, therapeutic, Therapeutic power of music and the connection it creates between all people. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> I believe in the invisible hand of the free market that allows me to fire bazookas into your house and then put a giant dome over my house so that those people that I just bazookaed can't bazooka back to my house. <laughs> this sounds like the mission statement of you. <laughs> I think we need to bring that character back to read. Of who? Ozzy on the horn. Who? Dan Ozzy. Oh, Dan Ozzy. I didn't. He broke up a little. Yeah, sure. He's always welcome. Are they, he just post mouse. What was that about? Well, there because like oh, some there's... school, like some school district in Tennessee, that book. Mm -hmm. And there's like a whole backlash there's, now. There's bad wow. words in it, so they're they're not they're taking it out of the library. Oh, is it about the bad words and not the just like protecting Nazis? Well, the, the I mean that's the what the premise was that they were banning yeah. the words. Okay. Or there's violence in it, or kids shouldn't be looking at that, blah, blah, blah. That's a great book for kids, I think. I mean, if well, that's if, that's if, yeah. If you it's a great educational book uh -huh. for kids. I mean, they have to be ready for the subject matter, and that's your parents' determination for that. But that's a great book for kids to read if they can handle it. Yeah. And that's not a joke. That's I read that yeah. one. I mean, I guess I wasn't a kid. I don't know when that came out, but in my youth, I would say. Love mouse. Might have been a teenager when that came out. Oh, oh. <laughs> have you all read mouse? I have not. I haven't. I know what it's about. I know the deal, but I have not actually read it. I just say for the audience, it's like um, it's it's a portrayal of uh, well, it's the author telling his life story, and his father was in the Holocaust, and his father tells him his life story going through the Holocaust. But it, the it's a cartoon and it's a comic strip, I guess, and it's portrayed as the the um, the Jews are mice and the and the Nazis are cats. And all the other different types of people in Nazi Germany are depicted as different animals. But it works. It sounds a little hokey, but it's like very, very moving. Funny at times. Also, it's not just a big depression bomb. I like I feel like that's one of the great things I like about Schindler's List, too. I think I've mentioned this on on the show before is that there's like typical Spielberg humor in it, which, is make, you know, it's like sort of um, makes it, you know, like bearable all the horrible shit that you have to see uh, i will so thought the use of the sad trombone sound effect anytime a jew was killed was a little excessive yeah. <laughs> but you so gotta, many times you gotta admit though that when uh, like uh like oscar schindler is go flying over the the bicycle with et in the basket <laughs> over the moon that was really that was really touching it was ellie weasel in the basket <laughs> yeah he just had like five jews hidden in the basket with et I'm going to sneak you out. Come on. Uh. 
<laughs> they just they just hide they hide eight million Jews inside of a refrigerator and wait for the oh World War God. II to be over. <laughs> you know, I've still never seen Schindler's List. Oh, really? Yeah, make sure watch long. You would need to think for the Patreon. It's just too long. I don't want to make it too long. It's very long. I'll watch it very long. It's been on my queue, and I just, I'm always like, I don't think I'm in the mood to be this depressed. (laughs) But I really do want to watch it. Unmistakably Steven Spielberg movie. Like it's Mm. infused with all the other things you know from other Steven Spielberg movies, but the subject matter is just very different. Yeah, it is really brutal. I mean, like uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, I believe, was yesterday. Oh really? And, wow, what a Jew I am! I didn't even remember it. And uh, <laughs> and I didn't think about I the was... Holocaust once yesterday. I only thought about it when the ESPN uh, NBA Today show, which I thought was weird. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It wasn't ESPN. It was uh, TNT inside the NBA. Oh, you sure it, it wasn't high heat? Like Charles Barkley. <laughs> high heat. It was on the twenty seventh. It was on Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. the January twenty seventh. The Holocaust was terrible, Kenny. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Basically, I want Stephen A. Smith's uh tribute on you uh, cannot, <laughs> you cannot murder eight million Jews. I am sorry, you cannot. <laughs> that is just unconscionable. It was tasteless when they did their top five genocides ranks. <laughs> I understand that's the format of the show, but come on. Uh, but yeah, no, just brutal. Just like, I, I just read brutal accounts all day from like uh you know, people posting their family members accounts and being freed or soldiers uh when they just open the doors to out it's just the most horrific and you event. just you read all day what's that you read that all day not all day i just kept seeing stuff popping up on my twitter him. feed yeah okay passively I didn't see any Can of we do stuff. a PTI style argument about what was Hitler's biggest <laughs> tactical mistake? Uh, losing the war, <laughs> fucking with Russia, I think. Yeah, I think that was interesting. Was did he was he signed to a good contract? They overpay. <laughs> What's his trade getting, value? They're not getting dividends from that contract, Sid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you have a Hitler, okay, <laughs> you have a Nazi army. That is so entrenched in Western Europe, and then you try to expand to Eastern Europe. It's just not. It's just not good tactics. It, it don't sorry. fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take the Hitler army and, and put it with a Roscandulo. <laughs> Close. I don't know. That wasn't bad. It I'll, don't fucking match. I'll give you that. <laughs> the shit don't fucking match. Don't exterminate him then. <laughs> okay, we're going too far. <laughs> if you implement a shtad polizzi, you gotta make white rice. <laughs> okay. If you invade uh, so- Hungary, you gotta invade Poland. This is. This is war. This is imperialism 101. It don't fucking match. It don't fucking match. <laughs> you arrest the Jews, you got to arrest the gypsies. <laughs> you lucky you're still breathing. Oh, Fuck out of here. <laughs> 
We need to do a sketch of uh, like a Hitler as a as a New Yorkian man who's agitated that he didn't get dinner at on time or the correct dinner. Yeah. You gotta f- feature some of these. We getting Rob. We've gotten some gold. What's that? Got some great you, comments. You should let, highlight. Let, go ahead, highlight them, and I'll put them on the screen. I don't know how to highlight them. Say, say, say them out loud. Oh, I'm saying the columnaird saying uh, urban combat and Russian winter don't fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> I still love. That's a long time listener, but I love that. I love that name, Colombian neckbeard. Yeah. Dynamo Dylan, you missed the Lebby Kletzmobile dumpster vigil. Did ET ride him to heaven too? It's another old meme. <laughs> Lebby Kletzky, for newer listeners, was a, a little Jewish boy uh, in Brooklyn who was murdered by a, uh, a insane. Murdered. Yeah, he was gruesomely murdered by another uh, adult Orthodox Jew who just abducted him somewhere from a school bus or something and just chopped no, him up. No, he just he, he was like walking home from school and the guy oh, okay. snatched him right off the street. Yeah, I mean, I thought he stepped off a school bus and the kid oh, that's the right. snatched him. I'm could be remembering one. We do have a song about it, though. That's right. Speaking uh, of a... uh, young Orthodox Jewish boys in Brooklyn, though, our very own Shlomo jumped into the Discord this week. <laughs> That's right. That's that right. That's not why a boy on our Discord. He's like there thirty. Uh, you never know who shows up on our Discord. You can get the link on on the uh, podcast description, uh, and uh, it's, uh, come hang out with us. It'll be nice. It's nice. We like. Yes. No. Uh, we have a caller. Ooh. Let's see if we can get Put this, him through. Get this going. Hello, caller. Are you there? 413. I have a big cock. Oh. Would okay. you like to elaborate on that? Oh, did you hang up? That was it. Okay. Oh, oh you hung up. I wanted to add a few follow-ups there. Yeah, so did I. Uh pick or I don't believe you. Ed El Dudrino says, I hope Max from Ukraine and his family are safe. I believe Max lives in California, so he's And was he from the Ukraine? I don't think so. I don't remember if he was necessarily Eastern Russia, I thought. Like Eastern Asian Russia, I thought. That's why he hates Mongolians right next door. Yeah. That might be right. I just I don't remember if he was from Maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while. I it's been a while since he's posted anything. I I wore Max. But he could have family in Ukraine still. He might be on the front and move back, and that's why his social media is dead. Mm. He's arming up. I don't know you which side he's on. The, on. New, the new Neil Young Goatsy app. That's <laughs> when he comes back. I'll ping him on Goatsy. Well, speaking of uh, you know all this patriotism, Kid Rock released a oh, new okay. song. And of course, I don't. I don't want to play it because I don't want us to get a copyright strike. So, if you want to pause the podcast for a moment and load the song, it's called "We the People." Not recommended. And it's the most contradictory song I think I've ever <laughs> I've ever heard. So let me let me let me uh, read these lyrics for you guys. We the people, in all we do, reserve the right to scream "fuck you." Hey, yeah, ow. Sorry, go ahead, Darren. I was going to say this already. I could have told this was a Kid Rock song without your your intro. (laughs) Hey, yeah, huh. 
wear your mask, take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill. Man, fuck Fauci. <laughs> Fauci did that? If there wasn't a whole generation that was mentally ill, Kid Rock's album sales would be way lower. Also, aren't the generation taking the pills because they're mentally ill? Or is he saying the pills are making them? Aren't the pills supposed to help them with their mental illness? Okay. Is he saying but that the, 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 the there's like a conspiracy to make people mentally ill? Or I think so. Like the pills make mm. them? First of all, it's not pills. It's a, an injection. I mean, am I, is there a pill for Well, he, I, he's not talking. No, no, no. He's not talking about he, the vaccine. He's he might just mean like Ritalin and whatever. Oh. Adderall, yeah. Oh well, I agree with opposing that. So maybe he's maybe he's got Uh-oh. a point. This kid, right? Oh no! But nah. COVID's near. It's coming to town. <laughs> we gotta act quick. Shut our borders down. You bet. Joe Biden does. The media embraces. Big Don does it, and they call him a racist. I mean, that's I'm, a fair critique. That is, but I mean, I think his point is we should shut the borders down and be racist, and they're yeah. both right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. See, I, that's what I, I don't understand. So, like, COVID, so he acknowledges the threat of COVID, but just thinks that the action to take is not necessarily to wear masks, but to just shut our borders? Right. No, well, that's what Trump said, basically. Yeah. In the beginning. And here's the, the, the money shot, the chorus. We, the people, oh, let's go, Brandon. By the way, the money shot is Neil Young's new coffee uh, shot. Heard of his Nespresso uh, competitor yeah. is the Neil Espresso. Yeah, if you don't want to, you don't want to patronize Keurig. You can go to the Money Shot. Neil Young's Money Shot. I can't believe his chorus is "Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, we the people. Let's go, Brandon." Like that's it's so, so cringe. Can you? Not only is it corny on on its face, but also how how can you possibly date your song any more than that? Than to use something that's going to be a meme for like maybe six months at the, at the outside. And also, why can't you just say fuck Joe Biden? He you says know, fuck like, Fauci two seconds earlier. Like, yeah, like why why, why okay. be discreet about it? Why like the whole thing about let's go Brandon is like inside joke. We're really saying fuck Joe Biden. Just say it. Anyway, fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter too. And the mainstream media, fuck you too, too, too. Woo, yeah, you. <laughs> now, I, I want I want you to uh, keep this one in mind. Fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter, fuck the mainstream media, fuck you too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, let's keep moving. Inflation's up like the minimum wage. The minimum Wh- wage is not up. Where's the minimum <laughs> wage up? <laughs> yeah. It hasn't changed since 2009. Maybe, maybe he means uh, on the state level it's up. In certain what, states. Like federal impro- employees or something? Didn't that happen? Uh, well, it went up for federal employees to $15, but that's like the average federal worker makes like $90,000. So it yeah. affected like almost nobody. Yeah. So they may try to make that a big deal. Like still like, enough to get Kid Rock angry, though. Well, so maybe all this. Maybe that maybe the last time Kid Rock was like relevant was about 2009. So like he just that he's still stuck there where the minimum wage just went up to $725. He's like, wait, I got a cleaning lady. What? <laughs> When did that happen? What the fuck? He's furious. It's all the same. In a damn thing changed. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. And then, you piece of shit. I don't see color. Black lives matter. No shit, motherfucker. No shit, motherfucker. They're just being, you know, uh, mowed down by hyper-militarized cops. You know, no big deal. But their lives matter. Which, by the way, if you... uh, 
saying I don't see color is a it's you're essentially while trying to be to be inclusive, you're invalidating the black struggle. You're saying, right. no, we're all the same. It's like, no, I think yeah. black people feel we're not all the same, and that's the problem. And, and also, also uh, what, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Sid, please. We both had an and oh, also. I think like should... of course black lives matter to him. Without them, whose music is he gonna co-opt? <laughs> like he needs he really needs black lives. He needs black music to suck all the coolness out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh but also he's like a music vampire uh but if like <laughs> you're not supposed to not see color like that's something nazi color yes nazi color <laughs> you're supposed right, yeah to, yeah you're supposed to in, like acknowledge and and like celebrate what people's traits are and their differences and that's their culture like am i supposed to pretend that you know that they don't have a, a history and all that stuff like you're supposed to to like that's supposed to be something we all support and that's what like the stupid shit that they say about america is that like where america's so great because we have all these different cultures but then these dipshits come and they go like i don't see color everybody's white to me <laughs> you're all white i accept you all as white so here we go but we gotta keep fighting for the right to be free and every human being doesn't have to agree we all bleed red, brother. Listen to me. It's time for love and unity. And then what's the next you. line? And we the people. Let's go, Brent. <laughs> like, what? Fine. It's time say, for love. If you want to say fuck Joe, Joe Biden, go ahead, but then don't tell me about unity. Like, we have yeah, to unity. Like two, one, one verse ago, two verses ago, you're saying fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter, too, and the mainstream media. Fuck you, too. You're, fuck, you're telling me to fuck off. And now you're saying we need unity. <laughs> Was that supposed to say "fuck YouTube"? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, Facebook and Twitter. Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's "fuck you too." I listened to it. Uh... It's just the version they sent you, it's specific to Pasabini. <laughs> uh, fuck CNN, fuck TMZ, and you social media trolls. Why all can suck on D's. D's nuts. Oh, thank you. What's up? Thank we you for explaining. People. I'm sure. What you and this is this is again one verse after calling for nudity. He's telling for nudity. Haters, I heard that too. Uh, for what unity. I'm sorry. One verse after calling for unity. Uh, he says all of you, all of his haters, who I want to unite with, can suck these nuts. <laughs> suck on D's. I can't D's. believe he's not. Twenty my years. Twenty nine years since the Chronic came out, and he's now just doing a these nuts joke. Twenty nine years. If you're down with love and want to make things better, all we gotta do is just come together. Ripping off Weather John Lennon. Storm, <laughs> weather the storm and take my hand, then follow my lead to the promised land. Because we, the people, we gotta unite. To follow that good time guiding light. Ripping off CBS what? soap operas now. Oh, no. Climb aboard, climb aboard this love boat and <laughs> that bitch up and down the coast. Promoting a, like a kid rock cruise. In order to <laughs> form a more perfect union, do ordain and establish this constitution. 70,000 tons of heroin. <laughs> United States of America.
standing up and standing tall because it's all for one and it's one for all 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 these nuts no that part i added who's standing tall he's like five four come on <laughs> you break and more uh, el duterino says unity over shutting the borders down yeah <laughs> And uh, oh, Dylan yes. points out, Dynamo Dylan points out, he's colorblind. That's sure. why he doesn't say color. <laughs> so I think he's go. color deaf somehow. Like it's that's why his music <laughs> sucks so bad. Maybe just deaf. He might is he deaf? He might be deaf. It would explain a lot. At least hearing impaired in one ear. <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have anyone. He has yes men, and no one tells him that his music sucks. They all he says, Is this good? I can't hear it, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, wait. Is, can you tell? Is my, is my music good? Yeah, bro. Okay, good. Let's release, <laughs> let's release it on the porno app on FLAC in FLAC file format. Well, speaking of, of, of uh, the music app, I do want to mention our, uh, our uh, Spotify playlist. It's the RIP Livecast music break. All you got to do is just search for that RIP Livecast. In, in addition to getting our uh, podcast on Spotify, sorry Neil Young, you could also get a, a little music break where every day we add a few tracks. Not it's sorry. pretty fun. <laughs> and uh, sorry, I just needed a little drink of water there. Got to make that. I, I'm not sorry to Neil Young. Fuck him. No offense. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I, I we wanna, need unity. I, I want to say, Neil I want to say, fuck Neil Young. And also, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, yeah, fuck Neil Young, and let's have some unity here. Exactly. See, you're my kind of American, Rob. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll kick it off. So my pick this week was uh, "Crazy Train," a tribute to Randy Rhodes. Uh, it's a, a new re- album, I guess. Uh, or no, it's a single. <laughs> picked? What is I don't even know. I know the song that I picked. I just didn't know where it was from. But uh, there, so it's a flamenco, not flamingo, flamenco cover of Crazy Train with my favoritely named artist in all of music, Steve Stevens, Billy Idol's guitarist. Mm. And it's a really, really fun cover of Crazy Train in a way that you've never heard it before, you know, as a flamenco song. So I think that's a fun, fun I don't know, track. I don't know what episode it's on, but we covered Steve Stevens. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite segments of the past year or so. It's very funny. <laughs> I believe it was it had to have been a year ago because it was the 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 way it got on my radar was Miley Cyrus had a Super Bowl performance. Oh, where yeah, she yeah, brought yeah, out right. she brought out Billy Idol and Steve Stevens. So it was in February of oh my god, 2021. That's crazy. Yeah, if you can find that, it's worth a listen. Very funny. Uh oh, breaking news. Duterino points out that Frankie Palmieri is taking all of his music off Spotify <laughs> until our playlist is banned. Wow, sounds like a win win <laughs> to me. <laughs> he's gonna, Neil Young's trying again. He's got the Lemon Party app now. So he's gonna, <laughs> Frankie Palmieri will be the first artist signed to Lemon Party. Yeah, just gather uh, Dar- with people in your neighborhood and you compost together. <laughs> Darren, what did you pick? My song is uh, True Fushnik by Fushnikins, the 90s, early 90s hip hop group. 
who also had a collab with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, which right. is why I started thinking about that. He actually is he rapped. in this? Song? No, this is okay. their like breakout first single, I yeah. think. And uh, he, they just, I think the Sha- Shaquille O'Neal one day said somewhere into a microphone that he liked Fushnikin, so they called him up. And they said, hey, uh, you want to do a verse on our song? And he was like, yeah, sure. So he did it. He's on there. He's on a late. I think it's their next album, probably. Uh, but this is just a banger. I love this. I love this era of hip hop. And I was just floating around listening to different stuff. I was like, I got to I got to put this on my on the playlist. Do you think Fushnikin's ever toured with Funk? D- <laughs> Funk Dubious. Do you remember that group? I remember only the name. I couldn't yeah. tell you anything about them. Yeah, I Just remember so, though. You don't get rap group sounding names like that anymore. Everybody's like too serious and wants to seem cool. You don't get like yep. doofy names yeah. anymore. It's sad. Well, well, they just use their real fucking name now. What the fuck is that? Kendrick Lamar. What is that shit? Cowards. What are you doing? Come on. Yeah, cowards. Come up with an real alias, name. you fucking coward. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Travis Scott. What is that? Sound like a fucking accountant. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Anderson Pock. At is least he puts a name? dot before his last name. I is think that so. his real full name? I think though? so. Pock is his last name? I believe so. I think he's like part Vietnamese or something. Oh, okay. I gotta look it up. I thought that was like uh, some you... kind of shortening of his name or something, but maybe I'm wrong. Brandon Pock Anderson is his oh. actual name. So it's kind of an alias. Yeah. Also known as Breezy Lovejoy or Cheeky Andy. Breezy Love. Now you're naming yourself after Simpsons characters. Fuck out of here. Weird name. Uh, uh, Deuterino asked, "Is Steve Stevens on the new Meshuggah album, Rob? I don't think he made it on there, but <laughs> I've heard the, the new Meshuggah album, and it's it's very very good. That one went over my head. What was the joke there? That he'd be on the Meshuggah album. Is he Jewish? He's a Meshuggah. Yeah, I guess." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dutorino, call in Dutorino, explain your question, yeah. and tell us and, if you're a dick. But by the way, good for you, Dutorino, for using an alias, not being a coward. <laughs> Sid, what's your pick? I picked the song Savory by the old hardcore post-punk band Jawbox because earlier this guy purchased my first concert tickets post-pandemic, and it was to see in the summer. Where's Jawbox playing this summer? They are playing at LPR in the city. Sorry, say that again. LPR. Oh, oh, oh. La Le Poussin, Poussin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah. Great venue. Yeah. I really like them. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so that's our Spotify playlist. And I didn't even mention our Patreon, which, uh, hey, you know, you're like, wow, this is so entertaining and so fun i want to support these guys and maybe get a little extra content well you can you can do that now at this moment on our patreon patreon.com slash rip livecast for five bucks a month at our eternal gratitude and two bonus episodes a month as well as a weekly tv column by our lovely sydney over here and uh and I want to mention uh, that we have a, a great episodes this month. We posted a watch along of the fanatic, which is starring John Travolta directed by Fred Durst. It is a unbelievably bad movie. 
I mean, believably bad, actually. Uh, but we had a really, really fun time watching it and roasting it and like just destroying it. One of the uh, most, really- most unbelievable performances, like in the literal sense of the word, like you won't believe what you're watching yes, that exactly. I've ever seen in a movie, like any movie. It's you just I can't. It's a you know how you know like you watch a movie and you can't believe what you're seeing. Have you ever had that happen, good or bad? Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's an example of it. Like I not not that it's whether it's great or whether it's horrible. You just can't believe this was put on film. That's John Travolta in this movie. Yes. And uh, yeah, so that that's great. And then the top of the month, we did a roundtable on the Matrix, which you can actually listen to for free if you go to our Patreon or. Uh, if you, you can scroll down in your podcast app. Uh, it's a few episodes down. We but talk only on about Neil, the, the Neil Young. Cap. Yes. <laughs> it's, only, it's only on goats. Oh, no. Penis. It's because <laughs> his Patreon oh, no. is called Peentreon. <laughs> I, by the way, Rob, I just, uh, not to nitpick, but you, you said you can listen to it. I want to make sure people know that they can watch that video of the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Both episodes are, are viewable. Yes. Uh, their video and and for the Matrix Roundtable, there is an audio version as well. Uh, and obviously the watch along, you watch along with us. Uh, and so those are really, really fun episodes. What did we do last month? There, there's tons of stuff in the archives here. Why don't we talk about what we got coming out on Tuesday? Well, I'm, I'm going to mention that as well. But uh, I, I want to. OK, last month we did a watch along of Hellaware, hmm. the movie uh, that we played a bunch of sound bites from. And we did a meme Hall of Fame. Which was very fun. We talked about the 9-11 Never Forget song, Your Boy Bangs, and the It Don't Fucking Match video, which we referenced moments ago. And as Sid said, this coming uh, Tuesday, you, if you're a part of the Patreon, you do get a free episode. You get a, I mean, you get a new episode. <laughs> that you, you get a free episode after donating $5 to our Patreon. That's how it works. <laughs> but we have an amazing episode that longtime fans of the show will absolutely love. We do a watch along of the new Steve Harvey show, <laughs> Judge Steve Harvey. Steve, they gave Steve Harvey a judge show, and it's as brutal as you think. And we watch about five cases, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we couldn't so get through all of the second. We had to. Yeah, we watched, because we, we had so much to is- say. It was longer than like ten yeah. Steve Harvey episodes. Intense. Yeah, we have, there's a really lot fucking intense. There's a lot to critique. It's a really, really fun episode. It's one of the best ones we've done on the Patreon. So that's coming this Tuesday, patreon.com slash RIP Alivecast. Mm-hmm. Uh we have a quick question from Rob with two Bs. Have you heard the online the yeah, one, one line, line drawing. drawing cover of Savory? I have heard it. I have seen it live. Wonderful. Yes, I have. One line drawing what, is the solo side project of Jonah from the band Far, and it's uh, mm. it's lovely. And yeah, he did like a very like emo stripped down cover of the song. It's very nice, lovely. And uh, speaking of our Patreon, if you want to support us just a little more, and give us ten bucks a month. Uh, we will grant you the title of top live cast fan. And at the end of the show, give you a shout out, which is right now. And uh, I do want to thank all of our patrons. We love you all. And all of our listeners, even if you're not a patron, 
uh, we love you as well. And, you know, hopefully you can hang out for free in our Discord. That's a free little perk. Or uh, follow us on social media. RIP Livecast on all accounts. Mm-hmm. You're right, Ron. Emotional. I'm getting a little emotional. Uh, all right. I'm going to do the patrons with a little uh, David Draymond uh, thing at the end. Oh. I want to give a shout out to Eric. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Benjamin. Ooh, ooh, ah. El Duderino. Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Dan. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, Sam, I am. You sound like burps. Some of them sound like you're gagging on a cack. (laughs) That's on Neil Young's uh, new Patreon uh, app. (laughs) Gagging on a cack. Gaggingcack.com. It's on the porno. Uh, Then we have Mindy Mayer Skip. Ah, ah. (laughs) Sing, sing the next few like down with a sickness. Jander Rabaganush, aka Justin Shasushasutsits. This is like Marilyn Monroe singing a JFK. What is this? Cattle decaf. <laughs> come on, come on, Rob get down with that cattle decap. <laughs> Rabba, Rabba Vampiro. <laughs> you go like stop. Come on. Oh, no, that didn't work as well as in my head. Then we got. When we have Lando Danks and Lacroix, Corey and Scott G.H. Oh, oh. <laughs> gross. Then we have Doug Pigman who gave Rob the hickey. Douglas, who are you? Levi, son, son. Oh, God. Hey guys, it's Josh. Josh. <laughs> All right. All right. And those are our patrons. By the way, we love you guys. Oh, sorry. And uh, we love your feedback also. If you want to email us, our new email address is ripalivecast at gmail.com. Shout us a holla or, or send us some holla bread. We'd like that too. And uh, all right. I guess Israeli guy. I wanted to point out uh, also that there were, it occurred to me there are some rappers from the 90s that used their real names. Uh, Keith Murray was one. Oh, that's right. And, Del uh, the Funkopian, I guess, sort of. What's, what's his? Del, oh. I think. I yeah. his first name. But uh, Craig Mack, that was his real name. Mm-hmm. Even though it sounds Rest like a rapper name. Eric Oh, Sermon? yeah, he died, right? Who? Oh, Eric, Eric Sermon. Sermon? Yeah. Is that, I mean, I'm assuming it's his real name. It sounds like a real that's name. A, I know I'm not, Eric not B. Sure. Well, that's a, at least okay. that's an abbreviation. Yeah. yeah. Who else? I can't think of any others, but it's like apparently it's, it's happened before. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will be back next Saturday, as we will every Saturday. And uh, we hope to see you there. And uh, we love you. <laughs>